hands make slight work and this is a big job producing this podcast, but I've got help and the Vancouver Island Works Project has been providing a great deal of help by creating for me a premium website, biwproject.com for a premium website for yourself. Don't go to just Wix or something like that where you bang it together. Everybody thinks they can do a DIY website and yeah, you can, but it's going to be missing so much stuff. If you want a K car, go get a K car. If you want a Lamborghini, you go to viwproject.com. Thank you, Manny Mandruziak, who I served with, who made this possible. Thank you for your support of Operation Tango Romeo, the trauma recovery podcast by providing us with a beautiful premium website. That website is operationtraumarecovery.org. Operationtraumarecovery.org is the website that they made for us. And viwproject.com is where you go to get one for yourself. Victor India Whiskey Project.com. John Sr., thanks for being here, brother. Good morning. My pleasure. Well, it's been a while, man. Uh, we yeah. were way back in the first dozen episodes, had you on a few times, and now I'm at 63. Isn't that amazing? Like that. Yeah. Yeah, still going. It's uh, been about 14 months, and the audience has just been growing, growing, growing. Lots of testimonials. All the effort that we've put into this, it's paying off. People are saying that, yeah, you've helped. Thanks, man. It is. I'm so happy for you, Mark. This is a great thing. Well, it's all about the mission, it right? Uh, save lives and relieve pain. And from the feedback I've been getting, we've been accomplishing the mission. So freaking awesome. Good stuff. So I just wanted a short one with you today. Um, we do these Zoom calls for the peer supports Zoom calls because of the mm -hmm. COVID. Mm -hmm, yeah. And uh, it, I mean, they're always so good. You know, you do such a fantastic job of them. Um, but the last time we did it, you did the story of the fence, which we've heard many, many, many times, but that's why we do them again and again and again, yeah. because every now and then it just hits you extra hard. And it did for me. And out of the dozen or so people that were on that Zoom call, there were tears on at least <laughs> half of them. So uh, with that, please share the story of the fence. So the story of the fence as a little boy has a, he has a bit of a temper problem and what ends up happening is he, he keeps losing his shit all the time, loses his temper, gets angry. So finally one day mom goes, go see your dad. Little boy goes, talks to his dad sitting in the armchair. Dad got a bit of a problem with anger. Mom told me to come see you. Son, go to the tool shed and get a bag of nails and a hammer. Little kid looks quizzed very inquisitive like why cracks his head a little bit okay goes to the shed brings out a paper bag of nails and a hammer dad says okay every single time you get angry i want you to go and put a nail in the fence hammer a nail in the fence okay dad sure and when you stop getting angry come talk to me about two months go by and this kid just hammering, hammering, hammering these nails into this fence, right? <clears throat> now, you got to remember, these guys are way up in the country. So this is a long fence. Kid could be angry forever. Anyways, as I said before, about two months go by. 
comes back to his dad. Dad, I didn't put any nails in the fence today. Great, son. Let's go for a walk. Goes for a walk and looks. He sees all these nails in the fence. Gets to the end of the line there and says, okay, here's what you're going to do. Every day now, you're going to pull one single nail. <laughs> Little Johnny's like, what are you talking about, Dad? That's a lot of nails. Just do as I say. Well, a few more months go by, okay? So finally, the kid comes back. Dad's sitting in his chair, smoking his pipe. Dad, I got all the nails out of the fence, just like you asked. Here's the bag, nails. Here's a hammer. All right, son. We're going to go for a little walk. Starts walking down the fence line. Hand over the shoulder. Son, I'm proud of you. However, I really want you to take a look at this. What do you see in the fence? Well, I just see the fence. Look closer. What do you see? Well, I see that there's a lot of holes in this fence here. And as we get down there, there's less. Good. So each of those nails represents an angry moment you had. And it just strikes little Johnny. He's like, oh my God, look at this. Look at all these holes. And then dad continues on with the story and says, look, you pull the nails out of the fence. The holes are still there. So each one of these little holes represents a time you got angry and you pulled the nail out, but it's still there. So no matter what you do, those holes are still going to be there. You can paint over them. Then all of a sudden, this big lesson, Johnny just stops and freezes. And it washes over him. He goes like, oh my God. Wow. Every time I get angry at my friends, at my siblings, I'm putting a nail in them. And even after I take the nail out, wow. So that's the story. The little kid figured it out through the nails. And I think the tears that came at the end of that is the realization of all the holes that we've left. No matter how many times we've said sorry, that hole is still there. And I know the, the story that I've shared many times about my aha moment that had me reaching out for help. I realized all the nails that I was putting in the fence. And the fear was, oh my God, how big are these holes that I'm leaving behind? And I've got to stop as soon as possible. The scar tissue, that the blast radius of the damage that you cause. And that's why that t-shirt that I uh, came up <laughs> with, I am an asshole but I'm getting much better thanks to Operation Tango Romeo. I love it. It's it's based on that exact thing. Yeah. You know, it's acknowledging that I'm leaving holes in the fence. I'm doing that. I'm responsible for that. And I'm causing harm. And actually, you know, it's as dark as it is, I think that's one of the causes of, of suicide. Mm -hmm. It's the people that realize, oh my God, the world is maybe better off without me. And that's the most dangerous spot, I think. It is, yeah. You know, and uh, the, the thing is, you can, with awareness, you can stop. You can stop putting nails in the fence, or at least not as often. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, and sometimes sorry doesn't do it. Sometimes you never can pull that nail out, and you just got to say goodbye to that fence board. 
you know, <laughs> which I, I think in this scenario represents relationship. You know what? Uh, I think it has exactly, you hit it right again. You hit the nail on the head, Mark. It's <laughs> the, uh, sometimes there's just so much damage to that fence, that one, that one fence, the board that we have to replace it to start again. And I think, and, and at the end of the day, you know, I really want to save my marriage, save my relationships and that kind of stuff. So I usually go out of my way if I do have a mistake and put a nail in that fence. How do I say sorry? How do I fix and repair it? How do I mitigate the damage? How deep that nail goes or the size of the nail I'm going to put in that fence? And sometimes you can't. I've lost friends that were more than friends. They were brothers. Mm -hmm. They were sisters. They were people that I just love so much. Um, but they're gone because of me. Mm -hmm. I put too many nails in that fence and they just, they couldn't do it anymore. And I don't blame them and I still love them mm -hmm. and I'm sorry, <laughs> you know, but, um, it just gets to that point sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes you just got to say, that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, that relationship is, is now done and that sucks. It sucks when that happens, but you can't dwell on it. No, you can't dwell on the holes, but you have to acknowledge them. And I think that's the sticky part too, isn't it? Is not beating the hell out of yourself in one hand by taking responsibility in the other. Yeah. The accountability and, you know, at the end of the story, little Johnny just stands there and freezes and realizes and, the, and it just washes over him. Oh my God, this is what's going on. It's the same thing for every one of us when we have enough. Like when we realize, when we get that aha moment, we actually sit there and go, oh my God, I'm a complete fucking asshole. Yeah. And for me, it was yelling at my youngest boy because he dropped some crumbs on the floor. Mm -hmm. Did absolutely nothing wrong. He was seven or eight. He was just a little sweet soul. Mm -hmm. And uh, he dropped crumbs on the floor. Who cares? And I was giving him a blast and I watched them melt. I watched the nails go into the fence, <laughs> you know, and, and, I, and, I, and I, I watched the pain in his face and I realized, oh my freaking God, I'm hurting him and this is gonna leave a scar. That's gonna leave a mark for sure. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. I've got to get a grip on this right now. And it was, it was a hell of a moment. Mm -hmm. And they still happen every now and then, but my kids are the first to say that it's so rare now. It's so rare that anything like that happens. And when it does, it's a much, much lesser level. Yeah. And with that, with that knowledge, the, the lesson of the story is not just acknowledgement. It's not just that I'm an ass. It's like, how do I move forward from it, right? And that's the reason why I teach us to tell that story is, okay, let's acknowledge this part here, but what do we do after, right? So what do we do after I tell a story and then we talk about how do we move forward from that? Because just now, now recognizing it, carrying the guilt, what do you do with it, Mark? And it's, well, again, there's two things you got to hold in your hands at the same time, right? Um, you got to hold in your, in one hand, yes, I'm injured. And that wasn't me. That was the injury that just did that. Mm -hmm. But you have to do that without it being an excuse. Good. Yeah, exactly. 
you know, like it's an acknowledgement and it's true. That wasn't you. That was the injury. So it's not your fault that you have the injury. However, Mm -hmm. you're still responsible for your behavior. Exactly. And you're responsible for healing. It's your job to heal. It's not your fault that you were injured, but it is your responsibility to get a fricking grip on it. Mm -hmm. And, and, and that is tough because some people never do make that jump. They say, I'm injured and I'm a victim. Therefore, my behavior is fine. I often hear a really good, a really good phrase, which is your injury is not an excuse. And it's not. It's not. It's not an excuse. But at the same time, don't beat yourself up. Acknowledge it. And it's tough because mm-hmm. it's, it's like it feels like uh, a fine line to walk. Yeah. You know, but you got to be on the right side of it or you will never recover and you won't stop hurting those around you. The thing, the whole deal here is, is forgiveness. You got to forgive yourself. You got to understand it and the awareness, right? And that's why we tell these, these stories and, we, and because they're, they're a metaphor of what we're trying to get across. So metaphorically, we're talking about the fence. We talk about little Johnny and his dad, right? The wise father, the young innocent son who is very rambunctious, doesn't know, but is growing up and learning. Hey, guess what? We have an injury. We're learning how to deal with that injury. So we're that little five-year-old boy at first. You know, we've got these feelings. We don't know how to deal with them. They're coming on in and we're like, ha, we're screaming inside and we just get angry because of frustration. Same thing with the injury. We've got these crazy emotions happening because of the injury. How do we deal with it? Well, we just get angry. <clears throat> we just get angry at first. And that's, that's, that's the crazy part. So the wise father is the peer group, the clinical aspect, teaching little Johnny, the five-year-old boy, how to have control, how to forgive, how to move forward, how to heal, how to say sorry. It's the same with alcoholism and the 12-step program. Step one is admitting that you got a problem. You know, it's the same with any issue in our life. It's uh, if you can't face it and call it for what it is, you can't deal with it. That's right. You know, you got to call it out first. Absolutely. You got to know what it is, right? You got to know what it is. <laughs> what are the characteristics of this? What, this thing I'm hunting, this thing I'm dealing with. What are the characteristics? You got to know it. All right. John, thank you. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on the show. You're listening to Operation Tango Romeo, the Trauma Recovery Podcast. At Operation Tango Romeo, we are on a mission to save lives and relieve pain by making peer support for post-traumatic stress disorder easily accessible, with a vision of a world where finding help and support is simple and the path to recovery is clear. I am your OPSO, Mark Meinke, and this is Operation Tango Romeo, the Trauma Recovery Podcast. (laughs) 